Welcome to Agony Uncles with the Brothers Streep, a show about life's quibbles and how to solve them. We're a bit like Wikipedia. We're full of amazing facts, and even some of them are true. I'm Andrew, and joining our resident Agony Uncles tonight on Dylan's team is comedian and star of the Anne Hirsch Show. It's Anne Hirsch! And on Simon's team is comedian, MC, and entertainer, Mel Jones! Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, we're gonna get started. And round one is Dear Streep. Now this is where our teams will be given real agony aunt letters and they're asked to help. So our team captains are up first. Dear agony uncles, help. I have recently graduated from a master's and I'm on the big terrifying journey of applying to jobs. My first challenge is not punching people in the face every time they look happy (laughs) when I say I went to the London School of Economics. And then the curious combination of shock and disgust when I follow it up with, to study gender. Now, how do I go through this process whilst maintaining some semblance of self-esteem? Yours, a dejected, unemployed former grad student. Okay, so let's open it up. Simon, what was your first job? My first job was a paper round. Does that count as a first job? In South Africa? Yeah. Really? Back, oh, you know, before, I don't know if the young people will know this, but papers. there used to be newspapers. Well, okay, well, let's yeah. start. What is papers? <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing that the Amazon used to make before it burnt. <laughs> I did a paper round but I was I was quite bad at it because I had a bike that was a racer so most people who do paper rounds do them on mountain bikes but my one was a racer so it had very thin tires which meant if I was to like ride over a marshmallow it would get a puncture <laughs> which meant I did most of my paper round on foot and did you do it in, in your suburb? Where yeah, you all around no, the suburb. No, he came to Mitchell's Thank play. you, Mel. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it takes a long time to do a paper round on foot. I think most of the people were pretty bleak that they only got their paper just before the 8 o'clock news. <laughs> it's like the opposite of that show, Early Edition. It's like, yeah. there's been a murder. Oh, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> were you proud of your job as a paper boy? I don't think it's on my CV. Just chuck everything on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretty proud of it. I think... I kind of rose to the level of top paper boy because we got to the stage where they've delivered but, like, all the papers to our house. <laughs> paper person. Can anyone imagine what top paper boy, what are the criteria? What's the criteria for uh, being top paper boy? You have to have parents that have a centrally located house <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> wow. well you, done. you don't have to know someone in the, you know, like paper office. I think she went to our church, but don't okay, tell okay. anyone. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Dylan, have you had to interview before? I've had to interview before. I get a little nervous. I go straight for the sense of humor first. Okay. And then I, then I see, I hope that they're on board with that. Cause and if how long have you been unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to spend your whole days um, just dying around the water cooler. So if they're, if, if they're not into it, maybe they're not right for me. I will <laughs> your tribe will find you. Yeah, thank you. It's a two-way interview. I do know that I did a freelance job once, which taught me the valuable lesson that even though it sounds cool, fake it till you make it, there's a rhyme. It's not not to be taken completely literally <laughs> all the yeah. time. So I had to do um, an operation at a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it was heart surgery. <laughs> I had to do a, um, a recording job, like uh, on location on a shoot. And I said, yeah, sure. I know how to use that equipment. That's fine. <laughs> I've never heard of it. But I wanted the money, Anne. Um, <laughs> I hear you. So I, I went you. all the way. Can I say Durangon? Yeah, is that still a phrase? Uh, It was far away. And (laughs) is it a a place? It sounds like a place (laughs) like (laughs) Bloemfontein. Yeah, (laughs) Durangon. Next to Langabana. (laughs) 
and um, I did the whole day and I got back and the guy paid me kind of half. It turned out to be he paid me generously half of what my invoice was for and I phoned and I said, why? He said, nothing that I'd done on the day was usable <laughs> at all. And he had to go back and reshoot the thing with someone else. So I was like, okay, so just don't fake it till you make it though. Yeah. That's I'm, great. I'm intrigued by... The person wrote that they did gender studies at the London School of Economics. That's right, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's like going to the AAA School of Advertising to study medicine. (laughs) (laughs) There are worse things you can study. I found out that a place in the States, Carnegie Mellon University, does a degree in bagpipes. Now that is where I get on board. Because Connie, I can play the bagpipes you, you and can. I will not have a word said against them. <laughs> can you really play the bagpipes? I you really wish we had the bagpipes yeah. here. Oh, you really don't. Do very badly. <laughs> Surely not. Everyone loves the bagpipes. I think they no. should be taught on the first day it should be a lesson in restraint. When do you get to play the bagpipes? Never. Here's your degree. <laughs> okay, well, look, this person really needs help, okay? They, they're going through the application process, so I need some final answers from you guys. I think okay. the problem started with your studying. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think just stop studying. Um, <laughs> okay. And then that way you can you, you broaden your horizons yeah. a little more, mm. I think. Mm. Then you can go into anything. You can be a packer somewhere. You can do <laughs> everything. You know, you're already excluding so many other jobs just yeah. by studying that thing. I think she needs to get past that first challenge. She says, my first challenge is not wanting to punch them in the face. I think once <laughs> yep. you get past that first okay. challenge, you're going to maybe get to see a little further into the uh, interview process. I would That's even good. say overcome your fear. Mm-hmm. If you are afraid of punching people in the face, <laughs> overcome your fear right. and that'll take that'll be so much easier That's from good. there on. And if that doesn't work, I have another idea. Yeah. Cowboy hat. I reckon if you, if you walk into an interview wearing a cowboy hat, it shows a level of confidence. <laughs> it shows that you are not afraid. And at the very least, if you don't get the job, you've got a cowboy hat. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, look, they say that the best thing to do to ease nerves in a job interview is to picture the interviewer naked. And that's why Uh. I'm never asking for a job in the family business. Okay. (laughs) Um, We're going to move on to our second letter, right? So now next up, our guests will be grappling with this one. And it goes like this. Dear Agony Uncles, who decided that eggs are a breakfast staple? As chickens... What should we do about it? Wait, hold on, what? Um, <laughs> from Feathered in Four Ways. Okay, so it sounds like there might have been some foul play there. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I, I just want to know, and you know, what do you eat for breakfast? What's your staple uh, start I, of the I day? I actually have two fried eggs every morning for breakfast. Really? Yeah. <gasps> okay. What are, why is that a bad thing? I'm not having a chicken for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but who makes the eggs? I'm... In my pan! Who lays them? (laughs) I have a fantastic egg memory if I can take us back to this is a long time ago because Simon still lived with his folks um, who are in the audience tonight. And they have one of those stoves where the plate is like a coil. It's just a coil and there's a space underneath. <laughs> yeah. We used to gather a lot for breakfasts and what well, was meant to be writing music, but just ended up being watching series and movies. <laughs> um, and 
he was treating us to a particular egg breakfast. We went one, two, three, and cracked the egg against the side of the thing, and the whole egg went under and <laughs> under the coil and basically vanished before my eyes. It was like the greatest magic trick I've ever seen. Well, this is a problem with eggs. The expression is it's as easy as frying an egg, and it's yeah. it's not. It's yeah, difficult to fry it's an egg. It's actually very difficult. You, I can attest to this. It's, it's easy to make scrambled eggs. Loads of times I've made scrambled eggs just by accident. <laughs> I think, if I, if I may, Andrew, if yeah, I may sure. try to solve this thing. Usually if you get a punnet of eggs and then there's one that's got a little dent or a crack, you go, I'm not going to crack that one. It's probably a bad egg already. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not a scientist. So, so if yeah. the chickens discover this yeah. about us, if they know that their eggs are deemed for the supermarket, oh, it's genius. They could give it a little, little just crack it, a little peck, little kick with the foot, whatever. Just you know, you start putting out a bad batch, and people will catch on. You know what happens to chickens who do a bad batch? Tell me. They don't last long, do they? Right. Well, you know, there's a question that has plagued us for years. You know, it's which came first, the chicken or the egg? You know. And I, I think it's a bit like what came first, the Kit Kat or the Kit Kat Chunky. You know, science, <laughs> science might have an answer, but who cares? They're both delicious. Okay, we're going to move on to letter three. Our last letter is courtesy of the online pages of GQ. My parents are keen to meet my new girlfriend, but what they don't know is that she has several tattoos and wears an ankle bracelet. <gasps> Gasp, should I stop them meeting from Anonymous? Is it an ankle bracelet as in... I'm under house arrest. <laughs> yeah. Is your girlfriend, in fact, Oscar Pistorius? <laughs> if it's house arrest, then at least the parents should go to her. <laughs> Have you guys had any anxiety around meeting girlfriends, parents, or boyfriends, parents, or whatever? I, I met my, my ex-girlfriend's parents. Yeah. On the first day I met the father, he tried to read my palm. It was a very weird moment. Nice. He tried to foresee the future. And I could tell he wasn't very good at it because yeah. he could have just saved me four years of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you sure he wasn't just going for a handshake? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with tattoos on a person. But I draw the line at ankle bracelets. Oh, really? That's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got a little Star Wars tattoo on my ankle um, last year. But a couple of years before that, I was in Thailand. And another lesson for, um, for people, don't get a tattoo from a person who you can't communicate with in any way <laughs> um, it's important so so we went to the uh, tattoo parlor and he opened up uh, Microsoft Word and he started mocking I, I kid you not he started mocking up this thing in word art oh, oh great like Even the better. slanted bricks the, the rainbows the paper clip are you making a tattoo let's <laughs> help yeah I see you looking for some regrets <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now, Dylan, I've seen your tattoo, okay? And, it, you know, it's fine. It's a tattoo. Thanks. Okay? It's like a circle thing. The fact is, when you say Star Wars thing, people think Yoda. Like you've got a little Yoda on your ankle. But I don't think they all think that, do they? I also don't think they all think that. I think Thanks when you say Star Wars, we all go, huh? Yeah. That's <laughs> I agree. Wow. I feel you have to show us. If you're listening at home, just look up the Imperial Cog. The Imperial what? Cog. 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 Not that kind of show. Okay. Sorry. Different show. I think the best way to impress parents. To have an Imperial Cog. (laughs) The best way to impress parents is definitely food. 
I feel yeah. like the way my wife has won my parents' heart has been food. She can make them anything, and my mom will ask for the recipe. I've made some two-minute noodles. Tell me how. <laughs> my mom is smiling because it's true. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. No, she's not. She's not <laughs> smiling. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is you can't actually stop people from meeting she says should I stop them from meeting if they're going to meet they're going to meet we've all seen Serendipity that film you cannot stop people from meeting we've, I don't know yeah. if we have all seen I haven't seen that movie okay. we've all seen we've all seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind that film and we've all seen Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> and if I could do what they do in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind I'd erase having seen Serendipity <laughs> <laughs> well I, I have a thank you for your answers and I have a fun fact about tattoos that back in the day and I hope this doesn't disturb you guys but back in the day one of the liquids that they used to mix the colors of tattoos was urine I mean they must have been taking the piss okay um, right well, <laughs> and I can reveal at the end of that round the points go to Dylan's team Yay. we're going to move on to round two which is worst world problems okay now Thank you so much for our audience because before the show we gave you guys some first world problems and we asked you to tell us which ones related to you the most. In other words, which one was the worst? Okay, so here we go. Uh, problem one, we're going to talk to uh, Dylan and Mel, all right? And which of these statements do you think that our audience found more annoying? Here they are. My smartphone is too big for the pockets on my favorite pants. I like to do a voice to get <laughs> really good into voice. this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My smartphone is too big for the pockets of my favorite pants. Versus, there's not enough dressing on my salad. Now my salad tastes like salad. <laughs> the smartphone is going to keep on growing. I've seen people trying to take a phone call on something that looks like a laptop. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not coming down in size. We know that. What you need to do is get your pants pockets bigger. You need to go back to Blackjacks. Oh, yes. Joe Soaps. <laughs> Cargo those ones. You could carry like 20 smartphones in those pockets. <laughs> Get a pocket on the knee. On the yeah. knee. <laughs> Love those things. I, I would like to just weigh in on this yeah, because please. I definitely think I'm going to help my team out here because I mm. definitely think it's a smartphone thing, especially because I see there are women in the audience okay. and we don't get pockets. Well. We, we, if we're lucky, we'll get that little coin pocket okay. or we'll get pockets, which are fake pockets. <laughs> and if you're wearing a dress, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to carry around just a pocket with you. That's basically what a exactly. handbag is. Yes. It's one giant pocket. We have to carry our own pocket. <laughs> that's true. Because that's they're true. not designed. Also, when you have all of those pockets on your pants, that's when they start hanging down here. And then your parents start slapping you because your pants are too low. No, you see, this is, I counter that. <laughs> Blackjacks, you had a cool chain that you wore. <laughs> tangled down and connected to your wallet. Yeah, but you said cool chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the things I think are cool are lame. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned about smartwatches because if they go the same way as cell phones, <laughs> yeah. they're going to get bigger and bigger until <laughs> yeah. so everyone's basically walking around with digital water wings, which is not going to look very good. That's what people look like when they're running and they've got their smartwatch on their arm. They're like, oh, I'm swimming through technology. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to make it cool, you just add a chain to it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move to an answer. Dil, what do you think the audience well, said? Well, I think on the salad point, I think people who've made a salad to eat know what a salad tastes like, hopefully. Yeah. You know, unless they've gone with some crazy salad of the month, anchovies, fennel, and blood orange. <laughs> oh, and then they'll do anything to drown that out, uh, dressing-wise. 
or if it's one of those side salads at like a family burger chain, then you don't want to touch that because you can taste the recycled nature oh, of the salad moving from plate <laughs> yeah. to plate. Yeah, this <laughs> lettuce used to be in a burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what do you think? Do you think I'm, smartphones? I'm a smartphone, definitely you put smartphone. A great case forward. Thank you. Smartphones. All right, you think it's the smartphones? Yeah. Okay, uh, Mel. What Are we do, what having? Do you, what is do you it pota- think? The, the salad? Is it potato salad? Because let's we haven't <laughs> specified what kind of salad <laughs> well, it I, is. I, I have to ask you: Do you put dressing on your potato salad? <laughs> Anything on my potato oh, okay, salad. Well, my potato salad's delicious, but I think most people think it's a green salad or, or some variety thereof. I don't know that you speak on behalf of people who you don't know. I don't. It's <laughs> a good point. From the get-go, yeah. I was on the smartphone thing. Well, I can reveal at this point that seventy-nine percent of our audience voted in favour of smartphones. Yes. Well done. Okay, we're going to move on to the next problem. All right, Simon and Anne, you're up, and your problems are. My shampoo and conditioner never run out at the same time versus my charger cable isn't long enough to let me comfortably rest and use my phone. It has to be the charger cable. You reckon? It has to, yes. Mm. Because, I mean, this is something we deal with every day. Are you charging from a power bank? Or are you charging oh, from the wall? I think it's the wall. Because that makes a huge difference. I think, again, I'm going to generalize for everyone and say <laughs> it's the wall. Because, if it's the wall, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is actually a massive problem. But even a power bank, those can be fiddly little things, can't they? They, hey? can, they oh certainly can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is my observational comedy section. <laughs> the thing with the shampoo, it seems like when you're young, you're very happy with getting shampoo and conditioner as one product. The combo, the two in one, <laughs> everyone's happy with that. When you get older, for some reason, you're like, no, split them. They can't be together, <laughs> can't be in the same bottle. I'm not happy with that. We don't do that with teeth. We're not like, okay, I want a tube of the white stuff, a tube of the blue stuff, <laughs> a tube of the red stuff. That's a very good question. Um, I, do Mel, do you have something to say? I'm brown, so I've always used shampoo and conditioner and extra products because this hair needs to be managed. Well, it looks lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping to, I was trying to milk some compliments. That was why I was saying that. So I don't. I get that some people have this problem with the shampoo and the conditioner running out at different times. Yep. But that is your problem, and that is in bad management <laughs> of your shampoo okay. and your conditioner. I think I'm pretty, I'm leaning towards <laughs> the audience being on the side of the phone charger, especially people with Apple products, because Apple they take it always a step further in terms of how to annoy people, because mm. they've now moved over to not having a separate plug for your headphones and your charger so you have to choose am i going to charge my phone or am i going to listen to music and the problem with that is i go to sleep listening to music so then i have to choose between mm. not being able to sleep because having no music but a phone the next day or sleeping forever because my phone's died and my alarm's not going to wake me up <laughs> but it's other phones difficult. are also it's not just iphones my phone also has that is the it? Power. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get some answers here. So, uh, Anne, I'm going to ask you first. Which one do you think it is? Shampoo or charger? Little cable, little charger. You reckon it's yeah. the charger? Okay. Nice. And Simon, I'm going to have to agree with Anne. It's definitely the charger. Well, let's uh, let's find out, shall we? The audience, also 79%. You guys are consistent this time. Mm-hmm. Was 79% in favour of the charger? Yes. yes. Well done. You are both correct. It's a dead heat. Okay, the third problem is my house is such a mess. My stuff is everywhere. I'm, I changed the voice. What is that? <laughs> it's a different voice. I can't hear the television over my crunchy snacks. 
Those are the two problems. Which do you think is the worst? Is it two, are those two different yeah, problems? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's the same voice. I, I'm just, yeah, I, I would have used two different you voices. Need to, your range is very limited on the voices. <laughs> so it's a messy house or it's the uh, Kanye, my television over my crunchy snacks? Well, the crunchy snacks thing is annoying, um, even though that puts me in the same bucket as all the people who have first world problems. But all the things you want to watch TV with are the crunchiest. Like morning what? news, crunchy cereal. What? You're not watching the news. <laughs> oh, you, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch the news. You, you I could watch the news. What was on the news this morning? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch this morning. You couldn't hear it over his crunchy snacks. <laughs> I don't have a lot of stuff. You don't have a lot no, of stuff. Okay. But we have a cat right. and his stuff is everywhere. Uh. <laughs> Plush toys. His hair. Those little sticky things you get from the supermarket. Uh, stickies. <laughs> <laughs> All over the shop. Yeah. I mean, those are pretty old school now. I think people are back on Tazos. <laughs> Andrew seems like a time traveler. He's out, of, he's out of place. He's so impressed with a charging bank. <laughs> okay, I, I need an answer, guys. I personally guys. think it's crunchy snacks. I can't stand yeah, it. it has to be. You're watching Better Call Saul and you can't hear because you're eating Provitas. It's, yeah. it's annoying. <laughs> you have a really boring snacking <laughs> schedule going on over there. Provitas with celery. Oh, man. Disaster. No, we need a sidebar here. I, I think we should go for the messy messiness. I don't think it's crunchy snacks. Uh, you think you think that people don't like being in their own mess? Yeah. <laughs> then they should clean it up. I'm yeah, <laughs> I know I should clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of a, a crunchy snack that isn't just absolutely amazing? Kale. Sorry, kale. Kale. People put it in the oven and then they go, ooh, it's amazing. It's not amazing. It's still a vegetable. Kale's not going to stay <laughs> crunchy if you put it in the oven, sure. Yes. Yeah, kale chips. Kale chips. Kale chips. They are quite See? good, but they're very expensive. Guys, well, that's how I know of them. I need no, a, I need wait, a, wait. <laughs> this isn't the problem. We're not discussing if kale chips are good or <laughs> yeah. tasty. Thank it's you, for when you're watching things and it's annoying because you're crunchy and you can't hear. Surely you just turn the volume up? Yeah, but then the neighbors... Oh, of course, you live in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come. I need, Obviously. <laughs> I need an answer. I'm going to go with Messy House. Messy House. Okay, well, I can reveal. It was a, it was a close call, audience. 79%. <laughs> oh, I wish. But it was 51% Whoa. said Messy House. Yeah! Well done, Simon. So at the end of that round, the points go to Simon and Mouse Team. Yes. Well, we're on our final round, and this is called Life Hacks. I will be posing a real-life problem to our I teams. I thought you were genuinely going to be posing. Because oh, <laughs> you, you put your hand on your thigh, as you said, I will be posing. That's just terrible posture. Um, so I'd like you guys to give me an innovative solution. So first up, I need a life hack for how to get rid of shoe odor. This is not a personal problem for me specifically. <laughs> I say that. We've all had it in the past. It's fine. It's fine now. It's fine. Do you want a temporary solution or permanent? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go temporary by uh, the look in your eye. Well, amputation solves it for life. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's really a foot odor problem more than a shoe odor. <laughs> oh, now it's personal. <laughs> Thanks. You've got a lot of foot. Um, I've seen some people with cars, to keep the cars fresh, they've put a little thing of stay soft under one of the seats. <laughs> if you got, no, stay with me. I'm it's with not you. practical, but if you've got really, really big shoes, like yeah. Andrew-sized shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you could get your foot and a stay soft in there. <laughs> 
keep it fresh. I think it could be you could pour some potpourri in your in your shoes and the socks. You're looking, at, you're looking at me strangely, no, Mo. No, you're my teammate. I would never do that. <laughs> but what is potpourri currently doing? It's just sitting in old age homes, on tables, <laughs> in glass jars, wasting away when we could be using it for something significant. And so now think what the old age homes are going to smell like if we steal their potpourri. That's <laughs> <laughs> so a fair point. It's so great because every audience member had their own thing of what that would smell like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think I, I might yeah. know the answer to this. Okay. Is it Roy Boss tea bags in your shoes? That is the correct answer. Yay! Simon, you're correct. Well done. That's basically it's, potpourri. It's, yeah, it's put a dry tea bag to absorb the bad odors. So what, an unused one? Okay, here's our next question. Um, I need a life hack for in case your car doesn't have a cup holder. I would say buy a new car. (laughs) New car. What about a beer hat? One of those cool beer hats from um, from American sports. Can you drink? I don't think the ceiling's high enough in a car. Not not for me. I mean, my go-to is between the legs. The cup. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You will not not use that as the soundbite to advertise this episode. My agent will be in touch in the morning. (laughs) Hot coffee. In the cup. It's not, you don't pour it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you want to drink hot beverages through a beer hat. Yeah. Yes, but it's with a straw. I guess it's probably not a good place for scalding hot coffee. Yeah. It's also not a great thing to be driving around with. Let's say you get pulled over by the cops at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Explain that. It's coffee, officer. <laughs> to your point about being pulled over by the cops, but isn't it the best thing if you do get pulled over and, you've, and you're completely innocent? You feel like you could get away with a couple of atrocities. You've got like one in the bag. Atrocities? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you go through in a beer hat and they go, well, this guy's a definite goner. And you're like, oh, taste it. Coffee. Brilliant. Drive on, enjoy your day. And now you've got like one free atrocity. No, that's not how this works. I also what? don't think that's how the police test. Does anyone, anyone have any other answers? Because we turned to a life of crime because we couldn't have a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spare you your uh, incarceration and, um, and I'm going to tell you the answer and it is to use a heavy shoe in the footwell. Oh, lucky for you. Oh, Andrew. and there's already some tea in there. <laughs> and it stays soft. <laughs> Smells great and you're hydrated. Okay, um, so we're going to go on and uh, here's the next life hack. How do you stop your pets from destroying your pot plants? Uh, amputation. <laughs> uh, the king of all pot plants, I think we can all agree, is the Christmas tree. It's a, it's a massive tree in a huge pot, yeah. right? So if, if animals are going for the pot plant, you just give them that. You just, it's ours for the 12 days of Christmas, and it's theirs for the rest of the year. They can spend all their aggression out on the Christmas tree, and you can have lovely pot plants in the rest of your house. But like a couple of minutes ago, you were complaining that the majority of stuff in your house is because of your cat, and yeah. now you're throwing a Christmas tree into the mix. It's a massive Christmas tree yeah. that's been torn to yeah. shreds lying he in your own, house. Gets his own room, <laughs> and it's fine. And you are single, hey? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a cat guy. (laughs) (laughs) So can I ask, what if your name's Mohammed? And then what do you do? You don't have a Christmas tree? You don't have a Christmas tree, no. no. You can still have a Christmas tree. I think you just call it a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The answer I have is is kind of obscure. So I don't know if you're going to get it. But the, uh, the Life Hack blog that I got this from suggested putting thousands of toothpicks into the pot plant. 
no, no. to act as a kind of bear trap. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. For your that animal. Andrew, awful. Andrew, you should then just get a cactus. <laughs> it's an atrocity. Yeah. That's true. How many trees are we cutting down to, to make, make the tre- these oh. toothpicks <laughs> to stick in the pot plant? How much yeah. time do you have? Thousands of toothpicks? Look, How many plants do you have? <laughs> <laughs> the picture I saw was pretty thorough. That cat was looking pretty sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're going to move on to the last question, and that is a life hack to keep your laptop from overheating. This is very important in today's society. Ah, this is easy. Yeah, Simon. Standing desk, uh, but in the fridge. It's already, it's already got shelves, <laughs> so you're pretty sorted. I think uh, you got to you got to do like you do with humans. Humans who overheat, you got to put them on their back, lift their legs. What? What? Extremities. <laughs> get the blood flow back to the heart. Yeah. I've, I've done a medical aid course. I haven't. <laughs> How many humans have you stopped from overheating with this method? <laughs> and what scenario are you in where humans are just left, right, and center overheating? There's been maybe one or two. Not left, right, and center. So <laughs> that's excessive. Well, I have had this problem before. Okay. Yeah. And if you, you put books. Yeah. So you put a book on each side so it can breathe in the middle. Yeah. And... That's literally how you solve it. It works. Suggestion that they have is like dirt cheap and it is just to use an egg box. Now, you might have one lying around for breakfast or (laughs) something else. (laughs) But an even weirder one is um, they suggest propping it up on two forks. What? Just a fork there and a fork there. Put your laptop down. Lift it up a little bit. Are the forks on their side or are they standing (laughs) upright? I'm going to give the points to round three to Simon's team. Yes. I think we deserve them. And final tally for tonight's show is the end of the show. Simon's team have won. Well done, well done, well done, well done. I would like to say a big thank you to our special guests, Anne Hirsch and Mel Jones. To our agony uncles, Dylan and Simon. And to you, our audience. Thank you so much, guys. This is the agony uncles. Goodbye. Agony Uncles was devised by Simon van Veek, developed with Dylan Hitchens and Andrew Kerr, and written and performed by all three, with special guests Anne Hirsch and Mel Jones. You can send your Agony Uncles letters to info at brotherstreep.com or visit brotherstreep.com for more fun podcasts, songs, and videos. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>